podcast on mine. Girl. But yeah, mm-hmm. let's reintroduce yourself. Let's start <laughs> it up again. Okay. Well, um, my name is Artist She. You can call me She for short. Um, I'm a artist, performing artist, songwriter, and also a fellow podcaster. So shout out to Shayna because she popping my cherry, y'all. <laughs> you know, I got wine down Wednesday. It's dropping on Wednesday. Right. But, you know, we about to get into it. So we got Wind Down Wednesdays for Artist Sheet, and then we got Talk Your Shit Wednesdays with Artist Sheet. I mean, with, <laughs> with me. Featuring. <laughs> Featuring Artist Sheet. Hello, yeah, yeah. I like so, that. I like that. It's the little yeah, yeah for me. So we already found out you wasn't single. I mean, you wasn't single, maybe kind of sometimes. <laughs> maybe on Thursdays you are. So maybe during a happy hour. Maybe during a happy hour. So we just gonna <laughs> bypass that whole thing because basically y'all was saying shit at the end of the day is what we came down to. <laughs> and y'all don't know how to communicate. That's what we came down to, to everything. Point plain simple, y'all got double standards and sometimes y'all narcissists. That's what we talked about, but it didn't record. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking for in a woman? Um I really want an understanding partner mm-hmm. and somebody that you could be hard body, but be soft with me. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's um, really like a partnership. I don't really, I don't believe love is based off ownership. It's, it yeah. shouldn't be this controlling thing. Like we should be able to go hand in hand. I push you, you push me. Mm-hmm. I promote you, you promote me and, and whatever entity it is, you yeah. know? Um, really overall like just a true best friend somebody through thick and thin and you know what my problem is that I want a true best friend but I want that old school R&B type shit like I want to I want to be cooking dinner singing Marvin Gaye and you got my follow-up well it it could be the signs too I think my problem is that I keep going back home to bitches and back in New York where Florida, but Florida bitches, it ain't I'm it. finna sing because I'm finna go <laughs> all the way up because no Tampa. Now I can't speak for all of Florida, but the statistics show <laughs> Tampa's location mm-hmm. of feminine species. Especially in the studs department. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Find somebody else to do it. Right, exactly my point. Exactly yeah, my you point. gotta you gotta find somebody else to do it. Now they be fun as shit, and that plastic be so good to be crying and all kind of stuff for it. But baby, so what you're telling me is that you be crying? No, I ain't cry over the plastic. Oh, I ain't gonna say I ain't never cried though. You know people. Uh, did your feelings get hurt? My feelings get hurt. <laughs> it do. <laughs> Shit, I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm, a, I'm a hopeless romantic folk, and I feel like I kind of was cursed because Taurus and Libra, we the only two signs under the goddess of love, and, and I got both what? of them bitches. 
So I want to be in love twice. And you know what? I was going to do a whole romantic scene at the beach today. Like I was. We was. The, I was ready. I was going to put the seat down in my car. I was going to get it. dressed up, <laughs> baby. The makeup, the eyelashes, all like, Even when I came up, I was like, "Hold on, I got to tell you." I was like, "You seeing me in real life? You don't <laughs> never see me like this." The crazy part is that we was prepared for each other, like. It's, it's the vibes for me. Yeah, I told you that was gonna be a vibe. I'm not gonna make you feel uncomfortable. I mean, it's so you know, you know me and you. We be here. Like sometimes I'd be like talking to her is like talking to me. I don't yeah. even know. Like we we be on the same we be on the same timing. I we really listen, do. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, maybe I should date a fan next time. I'd be saying that too. I, I I be saying that, but then like I feel I dated one fan growing up. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of shit now. The way I think about the pe- the person I was dealing with in high school, like I had to get him grace, but I did. It was once we passed the college threshold, and he was still on the same shit. No. So, are you still interested in dating men? I think I'm. Uh, it's I. I'm not gonna hold you. It's really hard, but I'm not really attracted to men like that. Like I could see them, mm-hmm. and it's like. I look at them. It's like a cute purse. Like, you're so cute. I'll pick it up. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, blah, 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 and I just throw it somewhere a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But I tend to, um, I've always had really great best friends in men. I right. tend to always end up, I think it takes a certain type of man. But I've always been like that where as long as the gift is mine wrapped in specific paper for mm-hmm. me, I'm with it. Now, I can't do no horse and no dogs and shit like that. I can't do all of that. But man or woman, I'm more physically attracted to women. Okay. Um, but a man, I, I could do one or two. But it's only that man. If I'm going to do a man, let me tell you this now, y'all. I already know it's Dave, Dave East. Y'all not nigga. coming here looking like Dave East. <laughs> I'm not with I'm it. Not. So y'all still, y'all still riding with each other? You and... um, Oh, girl? Yes. I didn't know. So you see, I was looking at the time. Like, I don't know what to call it. I didn't know what to say. Oh, yeah. Nah, we, nah, we rocking. I'm not going to lie. Um, It's been one of the most topsy-turvy relationships I've ever been in. But we have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what um keeps us in this thing. It's kind of like having a... I'm big on vibes. So it's like having this vibe with someone that you don't really get nowhere else like when we in sync we just mm-hmm. be in a whole nother world but it's yeah. just like sometimes we can kind of get i'll sing where it's kind of like bitch do i even know you yeah you know um but she's an aquarius and i'm aquarius is the aquarius and mm-hmm. so yeah that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. i feel like every sign has been signing lately i've it's talk your shit Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, talk your shit. What you gotta say? But I wanna know. I already put you in a high seat a little bit. I mean, in the first fucking recorder because of the day recording. Yeah, that was a real good one. We was on. It was some, good. Basically, we was on some, but we was on some good. Like we was giving advice, like on therapy. Go to therapy. I don't want to date anybody that's not in therapy. See, I've been thinking about because I even talked to her about that, and she said that she would be with it, like. But honestly, I think it was me that was hesitating. And I think it was because I felt like at the time, it's like what I've been struggling with for myself is, like I said, you can lose yourself in relationships. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, 
you're all you just now starting to like get into your journey to figure out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if some of it is connected to that, you have past stuff before this person, you know, just in general that you have to figure out. So it was more like, and I could have been overthinking because I tend to do that sometimes, but I was like, before you even get your stuff together all the way, you automatically, I'm such a we person. I'm yes. such a group person. So you automatically like going to push your stuff to the side so y'all two can focus on y'all stuff because that's going to bring out a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff and you ain't fully where you want to be yet. So I think, yeah, I could have easily set it up. And I don't know if that was like a selfish thing, but right now it's like I've been a very selfless person all my life and I'm I'm feeling the selfish. I need it a little and, bit. Right. And that's what we've been communicating on of uh, the fact that it's time to focus on yourself and it's time for me to focus on myself. I've been trying to do the whole discovery journey to find who the fuck I am. Like I just told you, um, when I was in Atlanta for the week, I met a girl, which it was Joanna, mm-hmm. and she's a life coach and a relationship coach. So between her and therapy, them niggas say the same motherfucking thing. Now I have a um everyone is slap both of them. Um She's from up north as well, so I can be myself as much as I want to, mm-hmm. and I case can say things that whatever I want to say it. Like sometimes when I don't want to tell her certain things, I throw it in there and keep going. She'd be like, "Hold on, bring it back." Right. You just said this, and I'm like, "I don't know, maybe." Yeah. Like you was hearing, you was mm-hmm. maybe hearing from the grapevine, but yeah, she's definitely devil's advocate in every situation. Um, but even if you was to start therapy all over and let's say she don't want to start the therapy, you can invite her to your sessions. She can be invited because I, I say invite to sessions when it's something that she wants to tell you, but you're not processing properly because regardless of it, your therapist is going to tell you how she knows how to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are doing therapy separately and I did think about that too. Like right. maybe let her do it I separately. Wanna, yeah, like instead of just making it so. Yeah, what you were saying because I feel it, like that's the that that is what yeah. It's do it separately been. because let's say if you feel like, um, and then do one together. No, do it separately. And if you feel like it's something that she did that you tell her multiple times, and it's just not processing, and she's just gonna be believe whatever the fuck she wants to believe. Then you'd be like, hey, let me join your session. You can explain to the therapist that she's been already comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So then she'll be like, okay, this is what she's trying to say to you. But you're not understanding it. When it comes to complicated relationships like that, you need a median. Not a friend. Not a foe. Not a weird-ass person in the street. Not, the, not your mama. Mm-hmm. You literally need somebody that don't know the both of y'all. But are getting to know what the fuck is going on. That don't already have like a some right. type of a some- I'm blessed to have very like I'll say understanding well-rounded friends where they mm-hmm. can they can really take as much as they love me, they can take this. What it is is they'll see how much I love a person. So they'll yeah. take themselves out of it and be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But I think for that other person, even if that person is trying to be extremely understanding, in the back of your head, it's like, I met you through her. Yeah, so I'm an empty up regardless. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm an empty regardless. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. But I'm going to also need, be her friend at the same time. Right. Because got together. Right. So it's like, I'm going to need you, right? Like having. Because that's what I. Because we, we talked about that right before New Year's. And I, I said that for both of us, just so 
Because I feel like yeah. a lot of times I used to say, and I feel like that happens with a lot of relationships, especially when uh, compatibility, mm-hmm. sometimes you can be compatible, can be extremely compatible on one thing. And then yeah. the other thing is just kind of, how are you getting that from this? Yeah. And once, like I said, I mean, it's been four years now. We got got to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's what it is right now. Like, like my cousin Lord joined my session, and mm-hmm. I never knew how she felt about certain situations, such as me coming to visit and me coming in the crib and leaving out. Like, I literally be in there less than 20 minutes. And so she joined the session because I was like, oh, my cousin law is here. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was like, well, how do you feel about Shayna? And she let it all out. And I was just like, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I was like, bitch. But the mother was like, Shayna, what she's saying is one, two, three, four, five. How do you feel about that now? And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know me. I'm like, and showing you her emotion. How do you feel about that? And I'm like, I don't know. Do emotions make you uncomfortable? Yes. Emotions make me uncomfortable. Saying goodbye makes me uncomfortable now way worse i think saying goodbye to my family it just like flipped drastically like before i'd be like all right i'll see y'all later see you next holiday but like now like my older cousins the female ones like when i go to new york i be crying hysterical before i leave when i go to west palm beach which is fucking two hours away i be crying in the car driving home Mm -hmm. when i go to atlanta i start crying like i was literally crying on my friend couch because you had to go yeah because i had to leave <laughs> she was like you're not serious right now wipe your tears away i was like all right i'm wearing my four little tears away but like yeah. the whole goodbye stage i don't like it and i think it's because i'm such a caregiver at home mm-hmm. and i was always a caregiver between my mom and everything that when i go to these other places i don't have to lift a fucking finger mm-hmm. like i don't have to do anything they come check on me they ask me if I need anything, what I'm doing, all these things. Oh, you need this, you need that. And it's just, it feels good to be Taking catered to. Yeah. Right. Especially, yeah, I agree. That. Especially when you're always a caterer. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I think you was, like, asking, when you was asking what I want in a partner, I think some of it is wants and some of it is needs. And mm-hmm. when you say people change over the years, I went through a drastic, and I kept, um, so I'm 30 now. And up until God, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> you can't tell though. You can't tell. But um, in that transition of me becoming thirty, like I would just have moments where I would just be burst out, like crying, I'm so emotional. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" Like trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on, and I just felt overwhelmed. Like it just kept, and I could just kept telling my friends, like I was like, "I don't know." It's like somebody this thirty is scaring me. Like I'm gonna hit an epiphany, or if I'm. Or am Damn, I about is to that the problem? Because I'm be 29. I don't know. I mean, I feel like yours uh, has a lot to do with with your mom. Like they also say, traumatic experiences are really like. Let me get another drink because you need. You want another one? Oh yeah. Give me oh, that. we've been drinking y'all, so we're gonna get into it. So yeah, shifts with experiences because I think I I got one when my best friend passed. Yeah, for sure. I I know that for sure. Like. That girl, even the way even the way it happened, the bitch thought she was slick. Let slick, me slick, 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 let me get slick a little bitch. ASMR going on. Hold on, <laughs> rest, rest in peace. But she thought she was slick with it the whole way. The whole way it happened. I, even when I think about it now, I feel like everybody do a little bit ASMR, y'all. 
I feel like (laughs) when people know it's going to happen, they know. Um, I don't feel like people, if it's like drastic death, then like, it's like, okay, they don't fucking know. But if it's like something they already knew that was brewing, I feel like they plan it themselves when they're ready to give up on it. Yeah. 100%. I mean, from from experience, I feel that way. No, I mean, to, from experience. Oh, let me get some ASMR. Let me open oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> That's the Stella Rosa. That's the Rosa. But no, like, I, um, yeah. Traumatic trying- deaths and how they affect people. I feel like, I feel like that nobody's going to understand, um, you're hurt from somebody passing away until they experience it. They're not, and it has to be a um, and it also I has to be the way. Too. I agree, especially when it is something so. I don't think a lot of people even understood how traumatic that was for me. I think for the first year, I was really on autopilot. I've been on autopilot since then, since everything. Yeah, I still be feeling like there was just something because what we gave each other for one, it was like. The most weird pair when we became friends, people were like, How the fuck? Like, but me and her was legit like so many. She was Virgo too. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll never forget, I was a, I was the last person that seen her. She had begged me to come to the house. Um, and when I was talking to her, we was just she was just talking in a way she never talked before. And she was um <laughs> she was like, she was just so humble, but she had promised me we was gonna go to the doctor's office Monday because I normally have to fight with her mm-hmm. to go. I don't want to push it to this and I don't want to push it to that and this time I didn't even have to argue with her she just was like I need to go to the doctor's office I was like okay I'm gonna get my stuff we can go right now she's mm-hmm. like no see I don't want to argue and I mean, she was real spunky she wasn't she was just like no no baby please I don't want to and I wasn't used to that from her so I was like okay so I was sitting there and she was just talking to me about how as she changed God had took a lot of the taste out of her mouth for worldly things and things that Mm -hmm. she just used to she was like stuff this world that I'm in is just not fun for me anymore and I was just like bitch is you depressed like because I know she had other things going on so I was just like yeah and she did tell me you know excuse me I don't even want to put everything out but just that she was battling certain things so but in my heart of hearts I know it wasn't Mm -hmm. anything like that 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 had her go I really feel like in the place where she was Mm -hmm. And all the things that she went through in her life, she had got to a place of just wanting to be able to be soft, like yeah. relaxed and not have that. She always was so hard in life. And it's like, even as her trying to transition to be softer, people keep reminding you of how hard you were in mm-hmm. life. And the only person that she felt safe with most of the time to be soft was me because from her um, perspective, I I influenced a lot of that soft change just because yeah. of her seeing how I was. So it just was this weird conversation. And I'll never forget when I had a, um, I had a show and she's always like front and center in my shows. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't came to that one. And it just seemed weird. But I knew she had other stuff going on. So I was like, eh, okay. And we used to talk on the phone like every day. Like we would be with each other every day. But it got to a point like I had my situation going on and she had her situation going on. So it's like we ain't, we ain't talking every single day. But I was like, that's weird. I'm calling her, calling her, she ain't answering. I'm like, well, maybe they booed up or something like that. But I'll never forget, I was at work and I texted my mama. I was like, we need to go by her house. And my mom was like, wow. I was like, I got a feeling and I can't shake it. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I had this feeling like she had, like the thought. 
like because she be and I I dismissed it so fast like I'm like that's the devil trying to play with my mind like right. you know what I'm saying but I was mm-hmm. like no mom that's something weird mm-hmm. and I'll never forget I was like five minutes from her house on my way with my other friend to actually celebrate um, and ran in the house and yeah and that was that there was no completely unprepared yeah. and it was so crazy because we talked about life we talked about so many things and it's like now I can hear her it's like the shit she's the shit she used to get mad at me about now mm-hmm. and I just used to be like you tripping or you just so you used to being like that I don't gotta be like that but now I hear it so loud I and I I feel her love more for me so loud and to be honest I don't feel it, like anybody that came from the trenches like that loved me like she loves me to this and day. And it's, it's on this. We was just literally chilling in Bobby. We talked about we was, but I think we talked about traumas with death. That's what took it there. Yeah, traumas yeah. with death. And it may be you may be comfortable because you kind of watch me somewhat experience it. Yeah, I you experienced it. Me. I feel like yeah. I experienced it literally like right in having a. I think it was like right back to back. It was. It was. It was. That's why. That's why your mom, like your mom, birthday was a big deal. And like, remember, I was like, oh, I got to send a fly. Like all this stuff. I was, and I'm still trying to process how to grieve. But to this mm-hmm. day, I'm still process. I don't think because everything. Um, I always find it so funny. I tell people, I was like, she was so known for like teaching people about their fears, like helping them get over their fears. Mm-hmm. She knew my. I'll never forget. We had a conversation, and I told her my biggest fear was death. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't, she was like, you of all people, like, she was like, you're such a good person. You're just going to go to, I'm like, no, I just always, when I think about it, I was like, I just can't. Like, I was like, I cry all the time or whatever. Yeah. When I think about it and she was just like, mm, I'll never forget. And I, she was like, she was like, it's not like that for she me. Did. She was like, I feel like I'll really be at peace. And I just find it so funny that my biggest fear was death. And when she passed, I had to orchestrate the entire funeral down to her obituary down to the whole funeral. Girl, you that's not even about the funeral because yes. you seen you seen I was mad as hell. So <laughs> for me it was like I told this that right. I'm scared of that. And it's like you still being smooth even in your biggest fan uh-huh, now you gotta you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um I dealt with a lot. I dealt with a lot with that um, and just trying to process it. I remember once everything was over and just getting in a car and driving home and just like, I just buried my best friend. I did not do that. Mm-hmm. And I orchestrate that. I know I didn't do that. And just putting her faces up in the pieces and I have all of them in the, my bathrooms and everything in there and just feeling like, even now, I drive by a house and just feel like, you really ain't going to answer the phone? You know what? I still what? keep I a never, text message. I still keep. I never had that realization moment until I was in New York. When I went to New York. I think and, I seen you post. Right. And that trauma yeah. situation happened. Yeah. I was like, I was like, dang, I can't be like. Let me tell you what's just like right. It. Like it's just like things, <laughs> especially when you have the deep talks. Because I'm a person like people see me, I'm just always happy. Right. Most people know me; they know me, me to be a vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, energy! I feel like if I was, but I'm, I'm a I'm a true unicorn though, baby. It's the vibes, you know. And I'm like, give me. I feel like um certain traumatic experiences they do change you, but it, it, it's still for the better. It's a lot of things that I honestly feel that 
sometimes I feel like if she didn't go, I wouldn't hear it so loud. Like a lot of things she was mm-hmm. trying to show me that I was not listening to. Of course. I listen to now and sometimes it's just like, I just want to talk to her. I just want to tell her what I know now and just be like, bitch, what's the next step then? Goddamn and it. that's why I'm going through the whole discovery journal because I need to discover myself before I allow anybody else to enter what I got going on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's working and it, it's like... Does it feel mm, lonely sometimes? No. That's what's up. I actually like home. Like, when you walk in here, it's just like... Because you don't have no outside things. It's like, damn, it's home. Like, I come in mm-hmm. and I know she's in her room relaxing. I know where Kayla at. You know, Yogi be excited. Everybody mm-hmm. literally be chill. Like, there's no screaming. There's no yelling. There's no, like toxic energy my mom's prayer closet still be cracked open nobody touches it yeah to close it so it literally is just a whole thing of being home is just like damn this is home that's what's up and like just sitting there trying to like i did the burn book mm-hmm. and when i read it recently it was like damn i wanted this for everybody else i didn't want no healing for myself so now the discovery whole journey that I'm trying to be on is just be a more calmer journey and just understand what the fuck is going on with me because like we talked about depression and anxiety and all these things, it hits. Especially when you're a catering. Because mm-hmm. you, and when your love language is to naturally cater, it's like my literal love language was somewhat doing me in because I didn't have the balance of giving the love back to myself I thought I would when I bought myself nice things or because I kept myself up my nails always done toes always done stuff like that but that's outside stuff not even that's not even yeah now you make a I think a lot of um people that syndicate that they hmm. you be needing your own you be needing your own me time yeah, that's good I that you're figuring it. it out. That's what I was doing with my with myself boot camps, just trying to and making it where I didn't automatically invite somebody, or just kind of like, not even automatically invite somebody. People see what I want to do, and it's they like you said. I guess I'd be on crack, so people love to be <laughs> on on crack with me. I guess so they'd be like, "Oh, what you doing?" I had to really like make myself where I it was just like, "Nah, this for me. Nothing against you. This just." I need to be by myself. Like when I created that whole beach date by myself and I watched the sunset by myself, that's my love language. That's something that I would have done sitting there reading a book and a person laying right here. No, let me, I don't need nobody right here. And let me read a book by myself. We're going to stop it right here because I, of course, you know, we love the vibe that we had together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make this two parts. Okay. And we're going, you know, chop and screw this a little bit. And yeah. Because your ass is late for work. Clearly, 8.03. It's really this. You did this, Shayna. Your ass is late for work. Shayna so did this. We going to make this a two-part. So. Wind down. Right. Wind yeah. down. Talk your shit Wednesday. And next yeah. time we come here, we'll have both mics on. So, oh, yeah. we get both your shits going. All right, bye.